force against the run. The push. Second down and goal. Josh Allen has his second touchdown today. And again, it's from a yard away. And the Bills extend their lead. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Kevin Harlan with the call this past weekend as the Bills took down the New England Patriots, setting up an AFC East championship game on Sunday night, and maybe an all-or-nothing game for Buffalo, depending on the Steelers and the Jaguars and their results on Saturday and Sunday, respectively. The Bills on the road at the Miami Dolphins. Brian Baldinger will join us in just a moment to talk about that and more. But want to remind our listeners and viewers, Pete Prisco from CBS Sports will join Will Brinson and myself. Ken out sick today. Great to have Will Brinson here with us today on You Better You Bet. Pete Prisco will join us to start our number three. We'll talk Pete's award ballot and who he's voting for in the postseason awards as it stands right now. Pete, one of the 50 voters for NFL awards. That's coming up next hour. Rick Camp next hour as well, talking NBA. Evan Silva in the final hour, also in the final hour, all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now, normally we have him on Wednesdays, but it's great to have him today on a tremendous football Thursday, and that is the aforementioned Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger. Baldy, the host of the Odyssey original podcast, the best football show, featuring daily breakdowns of the most important storylines across the league uh, on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Baldy, I'd ask you how you're doing, but I did a podcast with you this morning, and I think you're by the beach, so I know like you're doing really great. But happy New Year, my friend, and happy Week 18 to you and yours. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, happy New Year to you and and to Will and to everybody at my favorite little network right here. I hope everybody's making a lot of money off your picks this year, Nick. I hope that you're in good standing in in everybody's wallet right now. Yeah, Baldy, killing it, man. Um, Pete, uh, Nick, Nick is trying to salvage things with the Joe Flacco comeback of the comeback player of the year award. We'll see if it happens or not. I, I'm intrigued though by a guy who I think should be talked about more in the MVP conversation, and that's and he's not going to play this week, but that's fine. Um, Matthew Stafford has played incredible football over the last month plus. I don't think people are talking about it enough, and I'm wondering if you think that calling the Rams the NFC Bills or just pointing out that the Rams could be a real problem as a wild card are, are viable statements for the NFC side of the bracket. Oh, no doubt. In fact, I think it's interesting that – the Rams are going to start Carson Wentz this week and probably sit some starters when they can improve their, you know, their positioning in the seedings. But to the Rams right now, they don't care. Like, they've won six out of seven. They know Kyron Williams is a stud. They went to Baltimore and put up 31 points, lost in overtime on a punt return. I don't think they care where they go. If they go to Dallas, they don't care. If they go to Green Bay, they don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to them. And that's really the approach – I think teams should have when you get to the postseason. We believe in who we are, in a large part, Will, because of what you mentioned, how well Matt Stafford has played. But the, they fixed the offensive line this year. Stafford got healthy. Puka is a stud. Um, Kyron, like, you know, they just struck gold. And it's more than just the offense. The young kids on defense, Kobe Turner and Byron Young, these guys, like, they've all developed. And they're playing the game the right way. And they're a dangerous out for anybody that has to face them. I don't care who the opponent is. Like, you're going to get the Rams' best shot. They're very well coached. They could beat you in a lot of ways, but their passing game is elite, and Stafford is the reason why. Um. So, like, uh, listen, I, 
I kind of, I agree, but I also think that, in my opinion, now look, I also, I'm not there. I don't know what Matthew Stafford's health is, what Cup's health is, Kyron Williams, Aaron Donald. Maybe they all, like, legitimately need the week off. Baldy, I'm of the opinion that if the Rams, like, want to make the Super Bowl, like, that's the goal, right? Like, you want to win another Super Bowl championship, their second in three years, it would behoove them to try and win this game against the 49ers on Sunday who are sitting Brock Purdy, right? So that way, like, you don't have to go to Dallas potentially on Wild Card Weekend, right? Where they got smoked earlier this year. And I get it, different Rams team now. But, I mean, still, Dallas has been a juggernaut. They've been awesome at home this season. Wouldn't you rather go on the road to Detroit against that defense and the Matthew Stafford Bowl? If I'm the Rams, like, like that's what I would do here. It sounds like you think, Baldy, that the Rams, like— feel like they could go to Dallas and win, they could go to Detroit and win. I don't know if I agree. What say you on that, on like Rams' potential wildcard weekend opponents? Like I said, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think they care. I really don't. I think if it's Dallas or Detroit, it makes no difference to them. It, maybe Dallas is even better to play against because I think the way the Rams are running the football right now, like uh, in the way Kyron Williams is playing, the way, like I think, you know, he wasn't there earlier in the year. Like, this team is a totally different team with him. Um, I think that the, the receiving options they have are going to give Dallas problems. Uh, the way they attack the field is going to give them problems. Ott throws it. I think – I don't know that they look at Dallas or Detroit that much different. There's, dealing with the noise at, at Ford Field can be – you're not going to deal with that in Dallas because they don't make that kind of noise in Dallas. But, you know – Inside that dome at Ford Field, uh, in the first playoff game there in forever, um, that 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 could maybe disrupt their pass game as much as anything right now. So, I, I I see what you're saying, Nick, and I don't really disagree, but I just feel like this is the Rams' mentality. Once they went to Baltimore and they pierced the number one defensive football the way they did, I don't think it, it's a difference to them right now. Yeah, I think it's fascinating, Baldy, especially because we've seen teams kind of turn Micah Parsons from an edge rusher into a, a, you know, attempting to stop the run off-ball linebacker, which is why he fell in the trap did he in the first place, and, and they sort of struggled. On, on the other side of the bracket, you've got the Buffalo Bills, who since that controversial bye week have been playing great football. Josh Allen, 42 touchdowns, gets snubbed on the Pro Bowl. Now they're three-point favorites going to Miami on Sunday night. We won't know until uh, closer to that kickoff whether it's win and in or out of the playoffs or just a de facto or just a straight up AFC East title game. I'm curious how you think these two teams match up in their current state and how dangerous the bills are on the AFC side of things. Well, I mean, one guy that wasn't subbed in the pro bowl was James cook and he's coming home and he's pumped. I've already talked to guys in Buffalo. Um, He's so excited to be a pro bowl player and Actually, you know, the week that he gets the Pro Bowl nod, he's coming to his hometown of Miami. It's a big deal to these kids. Um, Josh Allen feels snubbed. He's motivated. Uh, I just saw video of Bills Mafia coming to South Florida in droves. They're going to take the stadium over. It's going to be a Bills home game. Uh, this has everything going in Bills' direction. Uh, at the same time, you know, like, if the Dolphins get any of these guys, if they get their track team on the field, Mostert, H-Han, uh, you know, Waddle, uh, Tyreek Hill, like, they can create, they can score points with anybody. So, I saw where two is the last Pro Bowl quarterback since Marino. I mean, it's been a long void. And he, he can, 
if those guys are all healthy and able to do their thing, like this could be a, just a fantastic game on Saturday night or Sunday night. You better you bet here with Nick and Will on a tremendous football Thursday. Happy to be breaking down week 18 with the best in the business. Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Baldy will be on the national radio call coming up this weekend of the Jaguars and Titans in Tennessee. And Baldy, it looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to be good to go to start this game. Practiced again today on Thursday in a limited fashion. We'll see about Christian Kirk. Now, Baldy, in the betting market, a Tennessee took some action today. This came down from Jacksonville, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Jacksonville now just a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Tennessee. I still like the Titans to cover the spread. I think this is going to be a really close game. You'll be on the call. Kind of like, what say you? What type of game do you think we'll see, Jaguars and Titans in the Music City? Well, I just watched Mike Vrabel in some press conference say that the only thing that matters to him is winning, and everything that's not winning sucks. Like, I think the players are going to play hard for Mike. I don't care who's at quarterback right now. You know, if Derrick Henry can get a yard, not get a yard. I think you're going to get a great effort from Tennessee. I just do. Like, that's who Mike is, and that's how his team responds to him. I want to see Jacksonville put a game together, Nick, where I'm, I'm excited about this team. I don't think anybody believes Jacksonville's a threat in the postseason. But, you know, it's easy to say, well, if they win, they're in, because that's what we're going to say on TV and radio this weekend. Uh, you know, Jacksonville's got to win in the ring. Well, I, I, we've heard that for decades, and then teams don't win. And you go, why? 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 Because they don't execute. And, you know, Jacksonville has struggled to execute in all phases of the game. And, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence helps him. I mean, CJ played well last week against a bad team. But, you know, I, I want to see this team come in and show themselves and show the rest of the AFC – that you have to take this team serious, and they come in and wipe Tennessee off the map from the very get-go. I don't think it's going to happen like that, but I think everybody wants to see that, to see if they're a legitimate playoff team or not. Baldy, let's do lightning round to close here. Want to hit two more games. We only have about two minutes left. Like, curious your thought here on just, like, the Eagles and the Giants game. And look, like, maybe Dallas is a big and the Eagles pull their starters because the game's not going to matter at that point. Philly will be locked into the five seed. Do you have any – you just talked about, like, having confidence in Jacksonville and that the Jaguars might not be a threat in the playoffs. Any reason for you to believe that this is a get-right game for the Eagles on Sunday at the Giants or any reason to believe that the Eagles can make noise coming up in the NFC playoffs in about 45 seconds so we have room for one more question? I, I, I don't see it, Nick. I just don't. Um, defensively, they're not playing hard. They're not playing sound. The linebackers are real liability. Uh, for whatever reason, they seem they, they seem like they don't want to just emphasize a power running game. They get away from it if they even try it, and that think that's what they do best on the whole team. So I just don't like they keep talking about it, and we got to fix it. We got to fix it. But you know they didn't play well against the Giants the week before. They they almost lost that game at the end. They obviously didn't play at all. Like I think the Giants played great against the Rams last week, and they probably should have won the game against a really good team. I was trying to win the game. Like, the Giants are going to give you a good effort. Defensively, I know it. And so I'm anxious to see just how well the Eagles play in this game. Like, even if they play great, I still don't believe in them in the, in the playoffs. But if they really struggle and just win like they did two weeks ago against the Giants, Nick, I don't have a lot of faith in the team. Ken and I talked about it yesterday. If they're going to open three and a half on the road at Tampa, if that's what it is, it may not be. We'll see. 
I think Ken and I would both be interested in taking the points with the Buccaneers. I can't believe that's a thing I'm actually saying out loud. Uh, we could talk to Baldy all day about a bunch of different games. The good news is, even though the bad news is our time with Baldy is up, Baldy's got the best football show. He's got in the huddle. Lots of places to find all of Baldy's thoughts on the big games. My friend, happy new year. Safe travels to Tennessee this weekend. Have a great call of the game. Enjoy the games. We'll catch up with you next week for the playoffs. Sounds good, Nick. Thanks, Will. Talk to you guys next week, buddy. Thanks, Baldy. See you, man. Pete Prisco joins us to start hour number three. Next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.